All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 425 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons football. And today, we're going to talk a little more of, well, pretty much both of the teams today because right now we got some guys that's on the practice squad. We want to talk about that. Also, I want to get into these wide receivers for Georgia Southern. We're going into the Morgan State game, and I talked about what Morgan State has to offer as far as talent what players to look out for but when i look at this wide receiver uh group for georgia southern um this could be a really big problem for morgan state and i'm going to get into all of that give you my thoughts and opinions on those these two topics and we'll just go from there if this is your first time here welcome this is the first and frame rate show i am vf baller over here we like i said we talk about Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons football. I can be found on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, also on Apple and Google Podcasts. If you want to watch the visuals of this podcast, I am on YouTube and Rumble. You can go and find, just type in first and frame rates. I should pop right on up. You know, one day I may need to talk about the origin of this, uh, the title of this podcast. I know some people may think, well, the title has nothing to do with neither one of these, but may one day I'll talk about the, the origin of, um, the the title of the show shout out to bills and dj a couple of guys who started helped me start this show and um those guys are you know very very grateful for those guys i, I can't say it enough but nevertheless let's go ahead and get into all of this uh, i want to thank you guys for the support and um let's go first and foremost i want to talk about the practice squad so as we have a total of i think as of right now from what i see is four five six seven eight nine ten it's like 12 guys that have been signed to the practice squad as of the this podcast and we're going to talk about those guys i'm giving my thoughts and opinions on them and uh really uh give you you know uh you know some insight on what i think about these guys that are coming back on the team after being cut first and foremost one of the ones that stand out the most well I want to tell you who didn't get signed that I was kind of surprised. You know, Anthony Fersco did not get signed, as of, like I said, as of right now. So I'm actually surprised at that because I thought he was going to make the team. But we have tight end Michael Pruitt. He was signed along with Tease Tabor, which I, I was surprised he was cut. Cam Basin was another one that I was surprised I was cut. And Josh Ali, was, uh, they were added to the practice squad um and that, that those are pretty good pickups especially the first three don't know much about josh alley but the first three i was kind of surprised that they got cut but they are on the practice squad now here's the other list of guys who were uh you know pretty much uh, on the team now in uh in the practice squad fashion justin schaefer was actually re-picked up by um the falcons on the practice squad that was a good look right there because i thought justin schaefer they had his moments up and down i was I, I wasn't really surprised that he was cut but to bring him back they're just going to show you that they're going to keep him on the team for right now maybe they can develop him into something and just go from there caleb huntley was another guy that was retained um caleb huntley he played well enough to actually he could probably start you know what i'm saying he played really good in the preseason but for you know i guess because of depth chart purposes you had like i said earlier this week or last week you got too many guys between the linebackers and the um the linebackers and the running backs you got too many of those guys there to actually fill slot slot so um you know caleb huntley was picked up that was pretty cool Derek tangelo another rookie out of penn state he was um you know retained as well on the practice squad 
Jordan Braliford, outside linebacker, he was retained, so that was pretty cool. Matt Hankins, one of my favorite guys that I I, I was actually, you know, I was I was a little upset that he was not picked, he did not make the team, but he's on the practice squad. I think Matt Hankins has a chance to actually be something special if um if things just fall into place. I mean, I don't know how bad he did during the offseason, but I guess he did well enough to end up being on a practice squad. And going undrafted to still be retained is somewhat pretty, is, is pretty cool. Also, you got Tyler Vrabel is another one that I, I said this. I, I didn't think we was going to see the last of him. And um, there it is. He's on the practice squad. Ryan Newzill is another offensive lineman that made uh, the practice squad as well. So that's pretty cool to see as well. Um, you know, it's just I, I just don't know how that's going to play out. We also signed someone else at, uh, as an offensive lineman. I can't remember his name. Um, I probably got it on my Twitter. I'm going to look that up really quick as I talk about the last person that was um signed to the practice squad, and that was Frank Darby. Frank Darby is still a Falcon in some form of fashion. He is on the practice squad. I, like I said, it's something about that guy that makes you want to him on the team. But for some reason, you just don't see him produce enough, which is, you know, kind of, you know, disappointing. But at the end of the day, I want to see him thrive. I think he has the tools to be good, but, you know, we just don't see anything. Um, The other lineman that was um claimed by the Falcons was Chamua Adoga. I want to say that right. I think I said that right. Adoga. Um, he is going to come in and compete at right tackle. So Caleb McGarry has probably been put on notice once again. And uh, Caleb McGarry has been up and down so much. I don't know what to make of him as far as him being on the, you know, the starting lineup, to be honest with you. I think he'd be okay if he's a backup or whatever as of right now. I don't that that can change. He could end up still being a starter, but from what I've seen is like, yeah, I don't I don't see what I see right now. I don't know. What well, nevertheless, that is the practice squad. Looks pretty, you know, looks pretty solid. We end up getting Caleb Huntley because Quadri Allison is now uh he's now a Falcon. I mean, he's not a fact, he's not a cowboy. And that was uh, a pretty good look for Allison. I think Allison deserved to have some type of opportunity because he did pretty good this offseason. Uh, unfortunately, the Falcons didn't pick him up. The Cowboys got him. So that's pretty cool. And um, that's 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 the all that's the what I was meaning to say. Goodness, I just lost train of thought. That's the practice squad for the team. So uh it looks like this that's pretty cool. Not not too bad. I I, I don't have any um too many gripes like outside of first girl whatever the case may be but the team looks all right now before we get out of here i want to talk about the wide receivers for georgia southern how well they should do going up against this team morgan state um i know that some people are already saying that the line the the, the wide receivers that we have is probably like the best in the conference and the more i look at it i mean i've been on this i've been on this for a while now but the more I look at it, it's like, man, they, this is no no joke. Like, this is what it's going to be. Um, you got guys that are here that can play. Jeremy Singleton look like he's going to be a star. Uh, Durham Burgess is another one. Um, sophomore showed flashes as a freshman. Amari Jones can do it all. Um, Caleb Hood, I mean, spectacular catches. What can you say about that? Darius Lewis shows some flashes. Sam Kennison. I will say something about Sam Kennison. 
Sam Kennison, I feel he did a really good transition from receiver, I mean, from quarterback to receiver. He did a pretty good job. It looked like he's going to be pretty uh, solid. Nice uh, spring game that he had. I, I love what I see from him. I, I expect him to actually make some make some things happen. TJ Lewis, coming from Louisville as a, a transfer um, and at 6'4", 185, Showing that he can do some things in the scrimmages as well. Josh Dallas, the bro the twin brother of David Dallas, looks like he could do some things as well. Marcus Sanders has been turning heads throughout this entire offseason. Dude look like he could be a star. Josh Thompson has some speed on him. Get the ball in his hand and let him go. Dalen Cobb is another one that has some speed on him. I want to see him do some things as well. Now, mind you, I've just named 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I just named 11 guys that are receivers on this team. Now, can everybody get some burn? Can everybody can get on the field? I'm not really sure. I don't know what kind of offense that we're necessarily running where we rotate that many receivers out. But I feel like all of these guys, I've seen tape on them and I've seen them play in real games. I, I can see these guys actually do some things. And, you know, I, obviously outside of the true freshman, I haven't seen them play college yet. But from, you know, Sam Kennerson on up, I've seen these guys do some things. Sam Kennerson, Darius Lewis, Caleb Hood, Amari Jones, Derwin Burgess, Jeremy Smith. I've seen those guys. They can do some things. And that's 11. Now, we got what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight eight nine we got so many uh guys on this roster and i don't know what they're going to be doing as far as rotating these guys out some guys may not even get playing time right away but you got some guys here that can ball that um I, i'm sorry i talked about that one db from morgan state he's gonna have his hands he's gonna have his hands full against anybody that's that, that's going that he's lined up across and the rest of the guys god bless them i don't know what they're going to do this receiving core hey look i i i'm not going to say this for certain because I don't know, but I would not be surprised if this team gets at least two, at least two players in in in, in uh, triple figures. You know what I'm saying? You know they they get they they make they make the century mark in receiving yards on at least two on uh game day. Yeah, and then I I didn't even I I could go into the receivers as well. You got um J.J. McAfee, Bo Johnson, Dylan Snyder, Ethram Ethan Durham. You know you got I mean I, I I can't even name them all. But when you look at all these guys that could be also um targets as well, I mean what are we talking about here? This team is loaded, especially with the quarterback position with uh Kyle Van Trees. Calvin Trees is, is is the guy that's going to make this go, and if he's if he's upright, if these guys can actually keep him upright, it, this is going to be a problem not only for Morgan State but for a lot of teams. I'm not joking. You got legit any three four receivers you put on the on the field is going to be a nightmare for 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 cornerbacks, for safeties, for slot guys, for nickel guys. So, I mean, that that should happen. I'm not saying that it will happen throughout the season, but Morgan State, I don't see Morgan State stopping what this is, what, what they have right here. I just don't see it. You know, so with that being said, um, I know some guys in the Discord, which I highly recommend you go check out the Discord, um, but you got guys in the Discord saying that we're going to drop 80 on this team. <laughs> I'm, 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 more of the, I'm, I'm more of the mindset we're probably going to drop 40 or 50 
that's what I want to see. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I would like to see that. And uh, going from there, we should be really, really, really successful and put some teams on notice. Because with, with, with the receivers, like, and I haven't even talked about the running backs yet. I haven't talked too much about the defense either. You know, you know, with Dylan Springer and company and those guys, the Bradley Glenn and um, you, you got Derek Canteen, you got a lot of guys on defense as well. But when we just talk about these wide receivers, this is going to be something that uh, a lot of teams aren't prepared for. People are still thinking we're running the option. People are still thinking we're running the ball heavy. People think we're doing some spread stuff. All right, keep thinking that. When you see four or five wide receivers lined up in the, and you don't know what to do, and you think you're going to need to put four, five, six, seven guys in the box, good luck. Now, um, after a few games, some teams will be put on notice. They'll be seeing what's going on. They'll try to they'll try to combat it. But when you got firepower like this, I mean, if you don't have at least two, three corners that can actually do some things, some of these guys are going to eat. And I think that, you know, Jeremy Singleton and Durham Burgess, and I, I'm not going to lie, those two guys, I mean, I, you look at that, just those two guys alone. I didn't talk about Amari Jones, Caleb Hood, and, and Sam Kennison. T.J. Lewis came from Louisville. Marcus Sanders is the guy that's been standing out as a freshman. He's like the wide receiver version of Amari, um, Amari Arnold. Man, this is going to be great to see this. I, 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 what else can? What else do I need to say? I, 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 I'm extremely biased. I know I am, but I also feel like with the talent that we have, there's no reason that we should walk away with this one and zero convincingly with a dominant win over Morgan State. I'm going to talk more about this, the more X's and O's when it comes to the end of the week around Friday. I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions on the game, and uh, we'll just go from there. But I feel that just from the wide receiver perspective, it's going to be a nightmare for Morgan State. I it, I, I just don't know what to say. And I, I, like I said, I don't even want to talk about Jalen White in the running game and Gerald Green and all. I didn't even get to them yet. I'm just talking about the seven, eight, nine round receivers I just named that could be a, a threat to whoever Morgan State has. So I, I, it, it's going to be really interesting to see. I can't wait to see how it goes. But from what this talent and firepower and all this goes, I am too hyped. I cannot wait for this game to start on Saturday. Uh, Hope you guys check it out and hope you guys tune in and I hope you guys like this content. Hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you haven't already, check everything down in the description. I have all the good stuff that you can find me on. All the links are there. I'm on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. I'm also on YouTube and Rumble if you want to watch the visual side of the show. Thank you guys for all the support. I cannot thank you guys enough. You guys are amazing. And I'm going to get out of here. You guys enjoy your Thursday. Look, man, we got two more days until game day. And I'm just talking about what we have right here. I'm just talking about what we have right here. This is something serious as far as the the, the receivers. But I'll, I'll give you my thoughts and opinions on a pregame show um, or pregame thoughts and opinions on the game, and we'll just go from there. All right, y'all. Y'all take it easy, and y'all be blessed. Peace.